So normal. Ready? Welcome to our podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, go. What is wrong with you? Okay, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Stop making fun of me. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? Hello. God damn it. You're, Why are you in a mood today? You're being an ass right now. <laughs> Why are you always in a mood? You're being an ass right now. What am I doing? <laughs> you're just mimicking me, and you're basically making fun of me here come one of the kids i would not ever make fun of you that would be absurdity yeah i'm so sure don't be see now (laughs) who's being the rude one you you all right let's get into our topic okay i don't have one do you no you said you had one (laughs) i'm just kidding i do kind of have one um well not kind of look here she goes all right Um, I do have one. Hold on. We're going to press pause because one of the kids just walked in and they're supposed to be in bed. All right. And seamless transition. We're back. Just like that. Anyways. Welcome so, back. <laughs> yes. Welcome back. Um, so anyways. Uh, topic. Yeah. So the topic for the show. Um, I, I had been listening to this podcast uh, and they were talking about like social media and then like living your purpose and that connects. I, I know the way I say it, it doesn't, but it does. And um, so I was talking to you about it a few days ago. It's like I wanted to do a social media fast. Mm-hmm. That's what you call it, but whatever. It's basically just minimizing your time on social media. And the way I'm going to do it, which I'm starting uh, after today, is where I'm going to minimize. Limit, no, I'm going to limit my time on social media to once a week. So on the weekends is the only time that I'm going to hop on social media to scroll, to post, to whatever it is. And it's in hopes of buying back some time, which that led into kind of, it leads into sort of like a subtopic that I want to talk about that deals with video games and you're like oh i don't have anything to say about i don't like any of these topics why not <laughs> look okay so i will talk about so, them with you so anyways just let's start so anyways like we're gonna them. we're gonna do overall topic is gonna be the social media fast all right okay. and it, it's like i think we've done it in the past i think everybody should do it at some point in time whether it's a few days or it's a month long or you just like limit yourself completely like hey from here on out i'm only on social media between 5 to 6 p.m or whatever it is and then that's it um because i think uh everybody can agree that a lot of people waste time on social media yeah like the first thing that you do in the morning like not you specifically but i'm just like generalizing the first thing that you do in the morning is you look at your phone and then you scroll through some sort of social media uh, sometimes that lasts for minutes to hours when you sit on the toilet, you're scrolling to social media and whatever is social media that is Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever else there is, uh, Reddit. No, I don't know, like anything. All right. And you just tend to waste a lot of time and you're just like consuming this mindless information. Very, very few, very uh, not much of it is like actually productive or like beneficial to you, right? It's just like, and half the time you're just like, you're, at least I do, I get like irritated with some of the shit that I'm seeing and I'm just getting pissed off and it fucks with your brain, right? And then you just start hating everything. Um, but yeah, so some of the reasons I would do a social media fast is to like regain control of myself because I've been doing that more and more and I find myself, uh, and this ties into video games, I find myself like getting sucked into social media a lot more when I'm like really stressed out or I feel like I'm losing control of everything, whether it's like working out or being on top of the podcast or like things that are important to me. I feel like I'm losing control and I feel like I'm getting sucked into social media and then I just become dependent on social media where it's like, that's my escape. That's my escape. As long as I can just do this, um, everything else is, is okay. Right. Um, and I don't want to be like that. 
Uh, and I find myself doing that with video games. I find that like uh, video games are they they've always been an escape for me. Yeah. No, no matter like since I was little, it was an escape from my reality. And like I grew up on video games as an adult. Now, like I still love video games. If I could play more video games, I would. But I, when I start playing more video games now, I find that I'm doing to avoid responsibilities or for the same thing. Like I feel like I'm losing control on my discipline, uh, my schoolwork the podcast, whatever else, like everything else, uh, basically all of my responsibilities. And then I, it just puts more pressure on me and stress and anxiety levels go up. And I figure with uh, doing the social media fast that I can get back on track and be like extremely productive. Not to say that I'm not productive at all, but like a lot more productive to the point where I want to be like where I would like to be. I feel like I'm just rambling. No, um, I think it's always good to like have control over social media. Um, like I'll just caveat this: like I'm not doing a social media fast as he is. Like this is a him thing, but like I support it. Um, but I also, I don't know. Like this is gonna sound negative when I say it, but I'm not saying it in a negative way. Um. I just have a better grasp on time management than you most of the time, I think. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying like, I can be on social media and scroll, but also be like, okay, it's homework time and I'll stop social media and do my homework and then go back to it. You will procrastinate until there's literally like no time left, just like doing things. Um, But I do. I spend an inornate amount of time on social media, which would be like good to have back. But there's also like a lot of things that we do, I think. Um, I mean, would it be nice to have the time back? Yes. So I don't, in 2015, I think, we just straight up shut down all of our social media together. 2013. 2013. So yeah, we shut down all of our social media together and we just had nothing, like no social media whatsoever for probably like three years, two years. For three years. Well, yeah. I, I don't remember when in 2013, but. Yeah, so for like multiple years, we had no social media. Um, And it was, it, it was interesting to not have social media. I thought um, it was great. But you do have way more time, like. You become detached from your phone, I think, more than like what we are as a society today. Because most of the time when you have your phone, um, it's just like a natural instinct to immediately go to your social media and start scrolling. So when we erased all of our social media, when we got rid of Facebook and Instagram and whatever else we had at the time, um, I would open my phone and go to where those apps were just like out of instinct to get to them when I didn't even have them anymore. And that's kind of, that was kind of my cue of like, man, this ran who I was as a person. Um, and I mean, now I think the big one that almost everybody is TikTok. TikTok can just consume so much time. And I don't know if you've seen like the commercials on how Cocoa Melon is so big to babies because every few seconds <laughs> like the screen is changing so like kids don't get bored with it because I think like the max is like three seconds before something on the screen is changing and it like grabs your attention again that's kind of the intent of TikTok it's just these short little clips nothing too long but like 30 seconds to grab your attention and within like 30 seconds you're seeing something new so nothing that's gonna like you don't have to hold your attention or whatever um, and all the content is different it's not like a a solid content of sports or a solid content of family or whatever. It's just a vast array of all these things. And so um, TikTok can just consume so much time. And I do. I spend a lot of time on TikTok. Um, But I also, um, like, you have big aspirations that you want to accomplish right now. Like, you want to work on writing your book and you want to get back into, like, working out and you want to be able to finish this class strong and, um, you have a lot going on at work. So there's t- things that you need time back for. Um, 
And I just like right now, I'm just kind of coasting. Like I'm going into a new job. I'm not trying to take on any more responsibilities, any more undue stress. So tomorrow will be my first day at a new job. And I am uh, extremely anxious about it. I'm trying not to be, but like, I just feel like my anxiety building. Um, so we'll see how that goes tomorrow. But I just, I think that we're at different places like socially where I'm going to need social media as a release to like relieve my anxiety and you need to get rid of it as a way to focus on the big key point items that you want to focus on. If that makes sense. It does make sense. And yeah, you're right. Like there, I have, uh, I have some goals that I want to attack that I think if I remove myself from not remove myself, but limited my time on social media, that it would help a lot. Um, because not only that, like I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about like how when we look at social media and, and we just like consume and consume and consume, like our creative side just starts dying. And like yeah. me, I'm a creative person. Like that's why I like to write. I like the arts. I, I like making music. I like all that shit because it's like creating something. In a, it's an outlet for me, basically. And I can tell like with... um um, like even with like just constantly watching TV or playing video games or social media or whatever, when you do that stuff long enough, like your imagination starts to atrophy or your creation, your creative side starts to atrophy. And, you know, it's like it's almost like a muscle that you need to keep using so that you don't lose it. And uh, there's all these things like just like little little reminders here and there where it's like, man, I need to go back to, to like get serious about writing my book or like, man, I need to get back to making music and, and like getting that creative side out of me or, or whatever, or like get back into journaling. Like I haven't journaled in forever. And like, all I remember, like all I think about is like when I did those things, like I was almost like at peace with myself yeah. and I feel like, um, so social media has a big thing to to do with that on why that's not the case on why um a lot of time i just feel unfulfilled like i have these projects but like i can't get them out yeah. like aside from the podcast like we're knocking them out we put them out um but i can't take like that next step forward or why i let it slip up or why we like we made these excuses uh, like why we didn't put one out for two weeks. Um, but I, I just feel like, like I'm being held back by like social media and video games and stuff, uh, more so by social media. Um, and I feel like my creative side is dying because of it. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like I'm just naturally not a creative person, so I don't have that drive. Like you have, I'm just like, Hey, like somebody else already did this shit. So I'm just going to go find what they did. <laughs> um, but I think like just transitioning over to video games. I think right now it's the um, convenience of video games. So we talked about this last week, but we recently moved. We're selling our home. So we moved into a different house and um, at the house, at the house we own, we had like a, a fireplace with a mantle and then our TV hung on the wall above the fireplace. So there just wasn't a lot of room on the mantle for things. So I had like a few like pretty decorations up there. And then we had one video game console and then the other video game consoles we have were like spread throughout the kids rooms. Um, but now when we moved into this house, we have like our entertainment center set up. All the video game consoles are readily available, like right in your face. The video games are on display um, and the kids are getting into gaming pretty big. Uh, I wouldn't say all the kids, but definitely the two younger girls. So Elena and Dallas are getting pretty big into gaming. Um, and it's just something I think you bond with them over. So that's what's pulling you to it, especially Elena, because Elena's like big into video games. Like she has a gaming PC in her room. She has all these games on her iPad. Like, um, like she's big into gaming. She's grounded right now because she's acting a fool, but big into it and so when you um 
when it's readily available, kind of like social media, when it's readily available on your phone, you're going to do it more. And so now that we're here and all the video game consoles are like right in your face, it's just like a, oh, it's an easy kill to just grab the remote and play video games. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't think, like, I can see where, I can empathize with, like, you feeling like your creative side is getting put down. But, like, I'm just not naturally a creative person. Like, I've tried journaling, wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, I have no aspirations to, like, write novels. I hate writing papers for school. Like, I don't want to write on my free time. Um, yeah, but writing papers and writing, like, when you're coming up with a story are two different things. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, like I have to put so much brain power into writing for school that, like, I don't want my brain power to go to writing when I'm not focused on school. <laughs> like, I know they're two completely different things, but it's, like, in my brain, it's just the same motions. And so, like, when I think of writing, I just think about school and I'm like, oh, I could just be doing homework instead of writing for like myself right and that's my thoughts on it but again that's where we look at it differently like I don't enjoy journaling I don't enjoy um like just free writing but those are things that you thrive in so I can see where it feels like that side's getting shut down um but yeah for me it's just it's not something that me personally I thrive in because it's just my brain immediately goes into that like if you're just going to be sitting here writing, you could be writing your paper for this week. Or if you're going to be sitting here writing, you could write your discussion post. So, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe one day that'll be something that I get into, but it's not something that I thrive in right now. Yeah, I don't know. If that's just something that you don't like, that's not something that you need to force yourself into. Because, again, it is like a creative thing, and if that's not your forte, then you're not going to like it no matter what you're, what you're writing. Because, yeah. like, I feel that way about writing school papers i fucking hate writing school. I, I hate writing anything that's not like what i want to write about yeah. when it comes to what i want to write about it's like reading like if it's something i want to read something that i chose something that i can do then like i love it and i'm all for it but when it's like required reading like reading for school or something that you have to read for work or whatever or something you have to write for school or for work it's like it's painful right yeah but when I can sit down and I can journal or I can write uh, my book or anything like a short story or just anything really that of my choosing, it's great. When I can read whatever I feel like reading, whether it's it's personal development or it's just a novel or, or reading for entertainment, like I love it. Like that's I uh, yeah, you're right. Like I thrive on that stuff. Um, but like my creative side with. The whole, going back to like the whole social media fast and limited time on there, it's when we did it back in 2013. Um, I just remember like it, it feeling like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. Like it, it's that's I don't know. That's the best way I can explain it. Because so like at first we had all those motions. Like I had them too. Where it was like I'm going through my phone and and I go through the motion of getting to the app with the app not being there because after at some point it's just it's become a habit just to look. Yeah. You get up in the morning and then you start looking at it and then like you want to scroll. And when that wasn't available, something else has to replace that. And what what I realized like once we start we got rid of social media, like the phone you're right like we became detached from it it was just at that point it just became a tool which is what it's intended for right mm. it became something that we call and text people with it became something that we take pictures with it right or we use maps for it or whatever but we weren't like mindlessly just looking at the phone mm -hmm. like uh yeah and and at that point i don't think i was writing a book or anything but i was uh like i was journaling a whole lot i fucking i was like crushing books left and right i picked up podcasts and i was listening to a shitload of podcasts like my workout game was on fucking point and that was at a time when i was working fucking like 15 to 18 hour shifts <clears throat> but i was like i felt so much more productive and i just felt good about myself like my thinking the, the other thing you realize is like when when you're not on social media, like you're not uh, comparing yourself to anybody or you're not looking at somebody's shit that 
you know, you, there's some posts that you read and you're like, oh my God, why is this person posting this? Or they're posting a picture and you're like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, you just want to reach through the phone and like slap the shit out of them. You know, that's not the p- case because that's not coming across your feet, your face anymore. Like you're not yeah. acknowledging any of that stuff. You're just, you're basically minding your own business and you're focused on your own stuff and unless you're texting somebody or you're calling somebody or like you're face to face with somebody you're you're not you're like you're not seeing what's going on with other people yeah i will say like one thing that i find extremely frustrating is you know i'm on social media a lot like i already said that i just am it's something that like I used to bypass time, but, um, but I mean, almost everybody is. Yeah. But one thing is like, I am like very capable of putting my phone away and like being okay without looking at it. Like there are multiple times where I have to like go get my watch to ping my phone to find where it is. It's not like attached to me at all times. Um, but I get extremely frustrated when I'm with someone and they just don't know how to have conversation. They don't know how to like be in the presence of people and be normal because they're so tied to being behind a screen. Um, And so like there have been times where people, um, I would call them my friends, but like if I go to lunch with them or something um, and they just sit on their phone and like scroll the whole time, but like, can't have a face-to-face conversation it 100 percent turns me off from that person like i don't like this isn't a friendship this is a social media acquaintance yeah um and so i think it's even if you don't like give up social media or do a social media fast i think it's important to be able to like sit in a room with other human beings not at work just like strictly out of recreation and be able to like talk to them about things that are not social media. <laughs> like, like I don't want to have a 30-minute conversation with you about TikToks that you saw. I don't want to have a 30-minute conversation with you about things you saw on Facebook. But, like, talk to me about, like, your life and just meaningful conversations. And I think that um, it's very rare that you can find people who do that these days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I, I blame social media for a lot of that. Like, just the inability to have a conversation with somebody um but you not only that like you also lose the ability to just like be with the person yeah right um and i like i just i picked up i picked this up just recently uh like i'm reading through this book for the second time uh jordan peterson's 12 rules for life or something like that and uh he talks about in there it's like how people are just like glued to their phones um basically because they can't they can't bear the thought of being bored for a minute or two like they can't just people just can't sit with their thoughts anymore they can't sit there be quiet you can't sit next to somebody and just be quiet right you would rather like pick up your phone scroll mindlessly scroll right just to be busy be doing something or they would have a conversation that's not genuine it's just like we just got to kill time so like hey how's the weather oh cool that's great Yeah. yeah like instead of there's nothing wrong with like with friends back in the day it wasn't an issue like your friends came over to the house right and yeah you bullshit it you talked you play video games whatever at a certain point you're just there together right yeah. but you're in the company of somebody you're with your friend and there's nothing wrong with that now that's like if you're sitting there with somebody and you haven't said a word in 30 seconds it's strange yeah and that's because now, like, we have the ability to fill all those gaps with something. We don't have to be bored anymore. When you go to the restroom to take a shit now, what do you take with you? Or you hold it until you have it with you? Your fucking phone, right? Everybody does. It's like, oh, I forgot my fucking phone. Memes come out about, of it, of, like, people on the toilet and, like, not knowing what to do when they're taking a shit because they don't have the phone. Yeah. Like, when back in the day... <laughs> You're like reading the bottles. you're reading the back of a shampoo bottle or you're just thinking. Like you're just there taking a shit and you're just thinking. Shower thoughts. Shower thoughts are the best, right? Like some people do take their phones in the fucking shower or have something in the shower to keep them busy, but like 
if you notice like how much thoughts you process, how many thoughts you process when you're in the shower because all you're doing is just going through the motions of cleaning yourself and stuff, but it's like you have great ideas, right? Imagine if you were doing that not 24/7, but on a more consistent basis. Mm-hmm. But you can't because you're so wrapped up in your in your fucking phone because you have to be doing something because there's a fear that you might be bored. So I think it really like stood out to me and I'm not going to like put a date to it, but it was recent. Um, we went somewhere. I don't know. I'm not going to like try to fill in the blanks because I have a terrible memory, but excuse me. We got in the car and we went around the block and I was like, Oh shit, I forgot my phone because you were driving and naturally I was looking for my phone to like fill the space in time because I was just sitting in the car and you're like, Oh, do you want to go back and get your phone? I was like, no, it's fine. Like you have your phone. If it's an emergency, if it's a true emergency and somebody needs to contact me, they should know your phone number. Like, aside from that, I don't give a shit. So, we get to where we were going, and I can't think of it right now, but I told somebody, like, oh, I just don't, I, like, forgot my phone at home. They were, like, mind-fucking-blown. Like, how in the world could you be here in a social setting and, like, not have your phone with you? And I was like, oh, I just left it at home. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't think about it. And... It's like people will drive like 30, 45 minutes out of their way to return somewhere to get their phone Vice just being like, for the next hour, I'm just not going to have my phone. Um, But it's just, I think it really stands out to me at restaurants because when we go out to eat, we'll scroll on our phone occasionally, but most of the time, like we'll just sit and talk to each other. (laughs) Like if we're on date night or whatever. Um, And I'll like... I'm a people watcher. Like, if you know me well enough, you know that. Like, I'll be in tune to everybody's conversation around me. Like, kind of have a gist of what's going on with all with everybody. Um, but it's very rare that I will see two people sitting down at a table and, like, not both of them just being on their phones. I saw it all over the place today. We were on base uh, running some errands and, like, in the food court area. Like, there was four like four tables, so four separate pairs of people, right? And they were sitting together. Every single one of them, they were all on their phones. Like you're sitting there with somebody, like you purposely went to lunch with this person, sat down with this person to eat lunch with this person, but you hop on your phone to communicate with somebody or not even with somebody with a thing Yeah. as opposed to the person that's right in front of you, right? And it's like just I, I don't know it's strange it, yes i'm talking shit we do it too every once in a while right but uh we do make the conscious effort to like talk to each other as opposed to like nose down in your in your phone um but for everybody it's just difficult and that's just one of the reasons like why i want to do this social media fast right it's like the other thing is so the creative part. The other thing is like uh, we've become a society of just like consumerism and like as a whole, all people want to do is consume, consume, consume. And this I'm talking about everything, whether it's food or it's just like energy or fucking shit on TikTok or or. Facebook is whatever. Social media, you just want to consume content, right? You just want to keep on taking in more, taking in more, taking in more. And most people produce very fucking little. Yeah. And like for me, yes, I, I got I got a job. I'm in the military, right? That's that's my service to that's how I earn my paycheck and that's how I make a difference in the world. Right? But I want more than that. I think I can produce more for as much that I consume as I consume. I want to produce as much or even more. And that's where like my creativity comes in with, with writing or making music or whatever, just putting shit out there. Right. Some of it, a lot of it is garbage, right? People are never going to fucking read it or see it or hear it. But to the few that it does reach to, there might be a person and it makes a difference too. And that's what counts. Yeah. Right. And, uh, very few people do that. They're just like, consuming all this shit i think in the effort to like not piss people off 
I feel like if you really want to experience like how much people are reliant on all forms of social media, right? That goes from like Netflix to YouTube to Facebook to TikTok, like all these things. Um, Go to a restaurant with your children and don't give them electronic devices. Like sit at a restaurant table, eat dinner and actually have a conversation with your kids. And before they can even order drinks, your kids will be like, I'm bored. Like, yes. Like what, what is there to do? So we do this a lot purposefully, like, well, where the kids will be able to take their electronics in the car. But when we get there, we say, okay, you're not bringing them in the restaurant and we'll go in the restaurant. And it's just like, for me, it's kind of a boost to like, see your kids enjoy the company of each other to enjoy us, you know? Um, so we'll play like paper football on the table. Mm-hmm. I carry them around in my purse or we'll like, um, like do the word searches, play tic-tac-toe, have conversations. Um, and it's just like getting, like just getting outside of that environment so you can enjoy the people around you. Yeah. Um, and like, I'll be the first to say it, you know, like our kids are on electronics a lot. We're on electronics a lot. And it's just, I blame it on our lifestyle. Like we're in the car a lot. We travel a lot. We have all these excuses, but you know, I'm, I guess like an old school parent because the kids get pissed off at me all the time. But it's like, um, when, when the kid's phone dies because they played Roblox for an hour straight, like you're just out of luck. Like your phone's, it was a hundred percent and now it's dead. And now you don't have a phone anymore. Like you're not going to sit by the wall on a charger so that your phone can stay charged for hours on end. Like it's just dead. Now go find something else to do. Yeah. And I find when we, and this probably is going to come across wrong, but when we ground our kids for like acting up or doing something wrong, whatever the case may be, and they actually have to play with each other, they are so much happier than when they have their electronics with them. Like when they're just playing and they're doing Barbies or coloring together, whatever the case may be, anything besides being on electronics, they just seem like happier kids. Um, I mean, unless we're like going on a hike and then Dallas is not happy. <laughs> but aside yeah. from that, like they just... It, well, you just it let brings them, be them back kids. to be kids, yeah. Yeah, you're so. feeding into their imagination and they get, they're like freed from being tied up on just like not having to use any kind of their imagination. But you see it, it like comes through, like when I watch the kids play, it, like that's one of my favorite things. Like that's one of the things that makes me the happiest when you just see your kids playing and having fun. They're like genuinely happy just to yeah. be present right but you see their like imagination shine through when they're playing barbies or they're doing whatever and they come up with all these fucking crazy games just to fucking play and you know just hang out because we took them off of electronics best believe it we tell them hey stop playing and you can use your phone or you can play video games they'll do it in a heartbeat but when they don't have that option it's like they just they just go back to being normal kids and they're using their imagination and they're playing and they're getting out they're doing all the stuff that kids should be doing and like don't get us wrong like we've every every so often we'll give them phones at dinner right but a lot of the time um we're having those conversations with them we're enjoying each other's company at dinner uh other times those dinners are fucking frustrating as hell because they're just being assholes, right? They're just being jerks and they're they're complaining about it. They had to get off electronics. Yeah, they they just want their phone or like they're tired, whatever. We're just trying to make it through dinner and it's it's a pain in the ass. It's a struggle, right? Because they're not always going to be like perfect little kids who like, oh, okay, no electronics. All right, let's let's play paper football. It doesn't always work out that way, but we try to make it a point to like, hey, this is dinner time where it's family time, right? Like no electronics, we're we're here with each other. That's that. Um, and the other thing is, like, it's so easy to hand a kid a phone or an iPad or whatever it is, whatever electronic of your choice. Be like, here, now, just calm down, right? Yeah. Simple. Like, it actually takes parenting <laughs> to handle whatever bullshit that they're going through, whether they're just throwing a fit. Uh, or they're throwing a tantrum or whatever it is, and you stick a screen in front of their face, and it's like situation handled. But that's doing a lot more damage than like if you actually 
take the time and the effort to do something about their tantrum. Yeah, and that's that's a whole different podcast or a different yeah. like topic, but it's like like I'm totally okay with the kids having feelings and they need to understand what those feelings mean, but like you don't get to just be irrationally angry because you can't watch YouTube for the next hour. Like yeah. that's not an okay feeling. Like, yeah, sure, you can be mad because I took something away from you. Like that's your feeling, you can feel it. But like if you just allow your kid to dictate how you as a parent are going to parent because you just don't want to deal with telling them like it's not okay for you to act like this when you're feeling this way that's like a whole different conversation but you gotta yeah we gotta get out of the i think just as parenting as a whole like we gotta get out of the habit of letting 10 and 11 year olds be on snapchat be on tiktok um because there are TikToks that I see, and, like, of course, I'll laugh at them, right? Like, I'm a 30-something-year-old woman. Forgot how old I was for a minute. I'm a 30-something-year-old woman, but, like, if I don't want my 11-year-old, my t- how old is she, 12? Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm having a moment. I don't want my 12-year-old sitting around watching these same TikToks, and there's no parental discretion on that, right? Or parents, like... Snapchat's the really big one that's like blowing up across middle schools and high schools and it's like the high school and the middle school shouldn't have to put a block on Wi-Fi so that your kids can't get to a social media site. Like your kids should be at school to learn yeah. um, and it's just it's taken over so much that when you tell kids like I know you're in ninth grade and all your friends have social media but you're not going to have social media because you don't need it right now. Um, it's like, you're this horrible parent and you can't, it's almost like a, like you said, it's something that we just stick in front of our kids and we're like, okay, if you'll be quiet about this now, like there it is, you know? (laughs) And I don't know. I I have strong feelings about that, but yeah. And with all the, with, with all the new shit that's always coming out with like in regards to social media and apps and everything, like it's, it's becoming more and more difficult to, to monitor like what they're watching or try to keep them away uh from like the bad shit right like it's it's just hard but so for anybody that's feeling attacked (laughs) on this podcast for all the shit that we said so far it's like we are not um we are not uh excused from this I, i can't I can't find the words that I'm trying to say. But anyway, like we do all this shit too. We try to minimize it as much as possible. Yeah. But yeah, we're not perfect. And like these are just like these these are my views. My this is how I feel about it. And I, it's just something that I think we should or at least like me personally for uh, social media. It's like that's why that's some of the reasons why I'm limiting this or limiting my use with social media and then we started going off on our tangents about uh, electronics and the kids. And, you know, that's just some of what we try to practice. Not always successful, but yes, that's yeah, the way we I try think, to go about it. I just think in general, like something that everybody can work on, like even if you don't want to do a social media fast, but something everyone can work on is just being more cognizant of where your time goes. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, if like, if mindless scrolling is your thing, like mindlessly scroll, that's my thing. I enjoy it. Like I do it multiple times a day, but like I don't wake up and the first thing I go to is social media. Like it's just, maybe if I have a notification, I'll check that notification, but I'm not going just to scroll on social media for hours at a time. Um, But I just think if you have poor time management or if you find yourself constantly saying like, I don't have time for that, like maybe sit down and and it won't be pretty and it won't be fun but like actually look at where your time is going and I think even if I did it now I would be like unpleasantly is that a word yeah unpleasantly surprised on how much time I spend on social media um because while I still do a lot of things throughout the day and a lot of things get accomplished I I would like to think I have like good time management skills you know that's a a thing that I think I'm good at. Um, Some people just don't really like have a firm grasp on where their time goes throughout the day because like you do all the self-development things and I don't, but 
I know there's like a bunch of quotes out there that pretty much say like everybody has the same 24 hours. There are people making millions and there are people who are struggling because they are saying they don't have time. But like everybody has the same time in the day. It's just where does that time go? And I don't think a lot of people understand how much of their time goes to doing things that are like irrelevant, that are getting them nowhere. Yeah, and you're absolutely correct about that. Like, if you actually took a log and documented away your time, hey, I spent five minutes here, I spent an hour doing this, I spent 30 minutes doing this or going here, like, you'd be surprised. It's like uh, when you when you look at the statistics for how much time you spend in your car, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, if you've ever done, like, uh, like <clears throat> track your calories or track your, like, your consumption of food, you'll be surprised – like what you're taking in um you if you've never done it and you're like man i'm struggling to lose weight or whatever and you actually log everything that you eat like every single little thing that you take in you're like holy shit i cannot believe i was taking in 2800 3200 calories a day maybe even more yeah it's like holy shit that's fucking ridiculous but uh once you start tracking that stuff you'll realize where all your calories are coming from. Same thing with time. You'll realize where all your time is going. Um, yeah, so just, just a side note, but talking about calories, um, I was of the mindset, and like I'm not a huge health nut, but like I kind of understand like how all this stuff works. But I was like, oh, like I don't eat breakfast most days. I just have a coffee, which is like maybe 15 calories with like milk and all the things. And then if I eat like a burger and fries for lunch and then I cook a healthy dinner, I'll be solid. But I don't think people really like take into account that that burger and fries you have for lunch has all the calories you should have for the entire day with like no good stuff in it. Yeah. And I really got it when we were doing 75 hard and I was taking in, I went from 1000 to 1200 and I think I ended up at like 1300 and something calories a day. But in what I would consume all day during 75 hard, like the entire day was less than me eating one Whataburger for lunch. Like not, not with fries or a soda or anything, but just the burger had more calories than what I would eat in the entire day. That's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. It's surprising when you actually start tracking that shit. All right, what do you want to talk about video games? I'm not a video gamer, so I don't got nothing to say on this, but I know you want to talk about it. No, no, that was uh, the video games. It it just went in. It was part of of that. Um, My initial idea for video games was, uh, do you count games on your phone as video games as opposed to... I count it as mindless scrolling. As as opposed to uh, console games. I think so. Uh... Yeah, and I I think they're basically the same thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I don't know where that, that fits into the conversation. But uh, video games, for me, like, they've made a huge difference in my life, both positive and negative, because there's times where I just, like, indulge in video games and just kind of forgot about everything else. But uh, on the beneficial side, it's like, uh, it's... I guess it kept me out of bad situations and some like growing up and yeah. stuff. It, it helped me out. Um, but, and it's an escape from reality. Like it is a stress reliever in some sorts. It is like a, a comfort zone, if you will. You know, I, I, <laughs> I find it and I'm not a gamer. Like I have old lady games on my phone, right? Like I have a game that's like Candy Crush. For those of you guys who are around when Candy Crush was a thing. But basically it's like a match the gym type thing. And then you build a house along the way. I'm on like level 5,000 on that game. You know how many hours I had to put into that game to be on level 5,000? And A lot of hours. And that's what a, it's like. That's like that's a gaming. It's it is, it's yeah. a it's a type of gaming. So if you say you're not a gamer but like you're a killer at Candy Crush or whatever, like you're you're a gamer, you just don't like the type of video ga- video games that other people like. The, you're a different type of gamer. Oh yeah, I'll agree I'm a different Yeah, I wouldn't classify myself as a gamer, I guess, but I think the difference in those 
two situations. And this is just like my personal opinion. I'm not attacking anyone. I'm just like saying my opinion on that is I, if I can play a game and at any point stop playing to walk away and do something else, there's a difference than if you're playing a game and someone needs you to do something and the game takes precedence because you can't stop it. You have to like finish this mission or you have to finish whatever's going on. Yeah, you can't hit pause. Yeah. And I I find that's a lot of annoyance for most people who like dislike video games is and like I'll, most of the time it's spouses who get annoyed with this because like they want their spouse to do something or they want like help doing something and instead it's like oh I just gotta like, I can't I have four minutes left in this match or like I'm only in the third quarter of this football game or whatever the case may be um, and I find like that's for me at least where annoyance comes in with video games um, but yeah I don't like I don't and so I'll give the gamer argument to that is um, it's kind of yeah, there's no way to say it without sounding bad, but it's like, so I'll say it like this, and it's probably going to start a fight, but we're about to end the podcast. It's not so. as important as what I think it is. No, but it it's kind of, you're, you have the mindset of like, why aren't you, uh, uh, like, why aren't you at my beck and call, basically? So like, would you feel the same way if, if we blocked out a time, it's like, hey, for I'm gonna take the next two hours to play video games. So like during that time, uh, that's a lot I'm, of time. It's not though it for is. a video game. It's it really it's it's not it, a lot of time for a video game. But in the grand scheme of life, that's a lot of time. Yeah, but you spend two hours doing other things. You spend two hours watching a movie. So I'll you give spend, you my perspective on that. You spend two hours doing your nails. You spend two hours Those doing... are things that you can stop immediately and and do something else. Right, but that's what I'm saying. So no, I'll, I'll give you my perspective. You didn't even let me finish my okay. argument. You see, that's what no, I'm saying. I'll, like I'll, an hour. Let's drop it down to an hour. Okay, no, you can leave it at two hours, but uh, then I'll give you my perspective. Blocking out time. It's like, hey, for this hour, I'm just gonna, let me zone out play my video game i'll be unavailable for one hour just gonna do this but like so my argument to that is you said that i would want you to be at my beck and call but my argument to that is in your mindset for that hour every responsibility that our family has should fall on my shoulders while you do nothing and that's why it's frustrating for me like if the kids need help with homework if they need to take a shower if dinner needs to get cooked if the house needs to get clean like in your mind, while playing video games, none of that should be your responsibility. It should be but your spouse's. that's part of the reason why, like, adult gamers, why dads and husbands don't spend as much time gaming as they used to. Right. But I, I'm just saying, like, for the sake of argument's sake, like, you're saying from a gamer's perspective, it's that we want you to be at our beck and call. But as a not gamer's perspective, it is while I'm gaming, every responsibility that our family has should be your responsibility and I don't want any of that. So when you go get your nails done, all of the our family's responsibilities fall on me while you get your nails done. Yes. Okay. So what so, well, so what's the difference? There there's not really a difference. I'm not because I'm not nail- physically here, I guess would be the difference. Yes, but like it's an agreement, right? Like, hey, you're gonna go get your nails done, so naturally I'm taking care of the kids. I'm uh, taking care of whatever right mm-hmm. it's understood why can't it be like that with a video game like hey for the next hour just i'm gonna be playing video games all right i think it's uh, just the physical distancing that that makes the I, difference i think it's just the simple fact that it's a video game and, pe- so. and people see it as like that's a child's thing i don't because if you go if so. you go do your nails done you're unavailable for an hour right so but and that's and that's perfectly okay. fine there's nothing wrong with that like I'll take care of the kids. It could be anything, right? Not just getting your nails done. Whatever it is, something that is not a necessity, right? Like you don't need your nails. They're they're only for cosmetic value, right? They make you feel good, right? So it does something for your- I'm not going to argue because you're already discounting everything I'm saying. No, I'm just like, let me finish my argument. Like it's not a necessity. Just like playing a video game is not a necessity. Right. but there's an agreement like you're unavailable for that duration of time. 
Whereas if I say I'm unavailable during this duration of time for this video game, whether it's 10 minutes or an hour, that that's wrong because it's, it's a video, wrong. Because it's it, a video game. I think game. it's a physical availability thing. Like if you go get your hair cut, you're physically unavailable. If I right. get my nails done, I'm physically unavailable. So because of work, if that's you're mandatory. Sitting, if you're sitting at home and you are physically available and you choose not to be, I think there's a difference in being physically available and being physically unavailable. Okay, so I'll go. I'm going to take uh, my little travel pack to Starbucks and I'm going to go play my video game for an hour. So I won't be physically available. Is that what that? I would I would be frustrated with it, but I don't. Yeah, because I it's a be, video game, right? I, no, not because it's a video game, but because I wouldn't be as frustrated if something were to happen and I needed your help and you weren't here to help because you would be physically unavailable. But like if if I'm cooking dinner and then the kids start fighting and you're playing video games and you choose to continue playing video games to buy deal with the kids. So I have to go from cooking dinner to deal with the kids and then back to cooking dinner all the while you stay on video games the whole time. That's a physical availability thing. So that's what I'm saying. So then during what time is it okay to play video games for, for somebody like that? I think it's always okay to play video games. I think it's just a... Okay, so if you had yeah, so, I don't, I don't, so if you had somebody come and do your nails, so like some you, some ladies, like yeah, just like if you had your own barber and they came and did your hair here, it's like hey, uh, come do my nails at my house because it's a lot more convenient, right? And I can be at the comfort of my own home. And you're in the middle of doing your nails, say you're drying them. I don't know that much about nails, but you're drying them, and then the kids start fighting, and uh, you don't get up to go handle the kids. Is that wrong? It's like I can't believe you're here. And you're doing your nails, but you won't go deal with the kids. Yeah, like, like you're getting physically angry at this conversation. No, I'm not. And so I'm, I'm just, getting frustrated. I just, but no, it's there's, it's for me, it's just a physical availability thing. So, like you're saying it for video games, but I'll argue the point that like there are sometimes when I'm doing homework, like writing papers, and you will choose not to do something because you're playing video games. So I will have to stop doing my homework and go deal with something and come back to doing my homework. And pretty much what you're telling me is me playing this video game is more important than you finishing your homework. And is it more important? Probably not. But to you in that moment, it's yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to, like, phrase this argument other than, like, video games are kind of like social media in the effect of they're not a necessity, they're a want. And if you're physically available to help do something, your video game shouldn't take precedence over that. But do you agree with that? No. This is an argument that we've had for I, almost 11 years of being married. So, like, it's not going to change today on this podcast. But, like... The argument for me in video games is like I shouldn't have to stop doing something that is necessary like cooking dinner, helping the kids with homework, putting the kids in showers, doing my homework because you're playing video games and that takes precedence. Right. Because it shouldn't. You're right. Which is the whole reason why I don't play as much video games to take care of all that other stuff and all the other shit that we have to do. Right. And it's the same thing with every other uh, husband or father or whatever, every other spouse. Maybe it's the other way around, uh, which is usually not the case. But like that's the whole reason why we don't play video games the way we used to. Because we have all those responsibilities that we need to take care of. But uh, at the same time, my argument is that the simple fact that it's video games is the whole reason why it's wrong. Nobody said it was wrong. Right. You just, if somebody says like you're done with the video game, that it needs to be done. But if somebody said in the middle of your, and I'm just using nails because it's the only thing I can think of in the middle of your nails, somebody said, Hey, enough with the nails. We got to go. Yeah. I mean, Again, like to me, it's always going to go back to the physical availability of it. But if it. somebody came to the house and did the nails. Yeah, but that's like people don't come to your house and do your nails. Yes, just they do. Like, just like, okay, well, like when I'm doing my nails, people don't come to the house and do my nails. Just like when you're getting your hair cut, like you're not going to stop in the middle of getting your hair cut. 
Like that's that's something where you're physically unavailable. Video games aren't something that make you physically unavailable other than the fact that you choose to be physically unavailable while you're playing video games. It, yes. But you're also choosing to do your nails. Yes. Yeah. Like you're it's choosing not, to get a haircut. A necessi- it's not a necessity. It's not a necessity. Yeah. It's not. Like, it's not a necessity, but... Like, I can't say it any other way, and I'm just going to end up talking in a circle and getting, like, irritated about it. But Same like, here. But, like, when I'm gone, I'm physically unavailable. So, it's like if... Like, if I'm grocery shopping, you wouldn't expect me to stop grocery shopping because I'm not here doing it. I'm gone somewhere. Like, I'm not choosing to go grocery shopping. I'm just going grocery shopping because the shit has to be done. Right. But you wouldn't expect me to stop going grocery shopping to come back because I'm physically not here. Right. Like, you're not physically that's the same thing like when you go fishing that's something you choose to do like i don't call you and be like hey can you deal with the kids fighting because you're fishing right now like you're physically not here but video gaming is something where you're physically available in the home but you shut yourself down to turn off everything around you to focus on video games and i'm not saying that it's wrong because it's not like it is an outlet people like to do it i play video well i play I guess video games on my phone like I I do these things but never to the point where it takes precedence over the things that are happening around me and I think that's an issue with video games is people will like take off work to stay at home and play video games and it's like you would never like if I was like hey I'm just gonna take the whole day off work to do something arbitrary like it would be questioned Right? Like, it'd be like, why are you taking the day off to do that? Um, and I don't know. It's just, it's a never ending battle. I don't think there's anything wrong with video games. I just think it's a an important, like, balancing act of if you're physically available in the home and you have children or a spouse, like, that video game should not ever take precedence over the things that are happening in your home around you. And it's not because it's video games, it's just because. You're in the home, but you're choosing to be unavailable. I don't. I don't know how to explain. Right, it. and that's why most people will, or yeah, most gamers will wait until everything's done, the kids are in bed, and then they'll hop on the game. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, the responsibilities are out the window, right? Everything's done by that point. Or, yes, some people do take off uh, to play video games. Or maybe they take off to relax. One of the ways they relax is to play video games. I don't know. I just feel like for gamers that it's a no-win situation. And it's a struggle. I have no strong opinions on it other than... Like, if you're physically available in the home and you choose not to do something because you're playing a video game, like, to me, that's an argument that's never going to be won on my front. Um, Especially if your spouse is doing something different that's, like, not, um, not like an option. You know, like, like, if your wife, and I'm just using this because, like, you're a gamer and I'm not. But like if I'm cooking dinner and you are physically available here in the home, but you're playing video games and something else, like let's say somebody rings the doorbell and I'm in the middle of cooking dinner, like chopping up vegetables, whatever the case may be. And you choose to sit on the couch and ignore the doorbell so that I have to stop, go open the door, figure out what's going on, like finish that up, go back in the kitchen, wash my hands and go back to cooking of course I'm going to be annoyed because there was no, there's nothing on that video game that you couldn't have walked away for 30 seconds to check the doorbell. But you just chose not to and saying, me playing video games is more important than you cooking dinner. So what you're doing can cease so that you can handle this. But this video game is more important than that. And to me, like there's no video game that's gonna be more important like cooking dinner maybe we have a deadline to me or I'm I have homework due that night or the kids still need to shower whatever the case may be but like there's a million ways this scenario could spin but there are other times where like 
I'm just sitting on the couch beside you and you're playing video games and I don't give a shit how long you play video games because we're both of us are not doing anything. We're both physically available here, but we're both not doing anything. And I don't think that matters as much as if the one person is doing something and the other person is playing video games and the video games are like more important. And most of the time when I do get angry, it's when I'm trying to do homework and you're playing video games and you won't stop playing video games to like do other shit. So I have to stop doing homework to do other shit and then go back to doing homework. And to me, that's annoying. But other than that, like I really don't care how much you play video games. I typically buy you the video games. So there's that. And I rarely finish video games these days. And there's a gamer issue. (laughs) It's a a no-win situation for everybody involved. I think so. All right. I think that's a good place to we always stop end on it there. <laughs> Not always, but every once in a while. Uh, I hope Shane texts me when you hear this. <laughs> I need some backup. Yeah, right. And I would just unplug that shit. <laughs> She's like, get the fuck up. Uh, all right. All right. Any other closing remarks? Peace out, Cub Scouts. All right. Peace out, Cub Scouts. We'll see you all next week. Later. Later.